0: Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sarikolia here and welcome again to another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. And I want to say thank you. I want to welcome everyone that is listening to the different platforms. iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, Our Heart Radio. There's so many different platforms now and I even lost count of them. But thank you if you're listening. Also, if you're watching this in YouTube, thank you very much for your support. It means a lot to me that you take the time. Come and watch me or to listen to me, whatever I have to share. now, I want to apologize uh, last week, I didn't get the chance to do an episode. Uh, I was a busy week there was a lot of stuff happening here at home, and did, a lot of things are changing in my life, and I'm, I'm going with it, you know, I'm kind of adapting to it. the things are coming in my life, and I feel that that's what life is all about. It's about uh, adapting to whatever comes. I think that's the challenge of living. You know, the challenge of living is that not everything stays the same. Things have to move. The Things have to change. And that's where we're at right now. So, you know, for the time being, I'm enjoying life and I'm enjoying, you know, I think we should enjoy life regardless of whatever the outcome. But I think that for the time being, I'm just doing what I'm doing. And this is what I do. This is what I love to do. So I want to first, you know, before I want to enter into the conversation today, I want to let you know, perhaps I'm going to have some gameplay in the background for those who love gameplay. So you don't see my ugly mug while I'm talking. They, maybe you can see some of my gameplay. And also because I do have a lot of save uh, footage for, for my gameplay on my computer that has been sitting there for years. And I need to get rid of it. And I just don't want to delete it. So I might as well just put it here. And, you know, in this case, I killed two birds with one stone. We'll see. Maybe. Or maybe kill one bird with two stones. Who knows? But the thing is this. um, Today I want to talk about something that is really... um um. I want to say it's bugging me, but it's something that I've been noticing for quite a while. And that's something that I, I feel that I I wanted to share for from some time, you know, some time ago, but I didn't get the chance. And to be honest with you, there was a time where I actually recorded a whole episode of this, of this same subject that I'm sharing right now. And I didn't notice that if my microphone wasn't hooked properly. So it was just me on the camera. No sound. It was horrendous. It was really horrendous to do the, to go through that. And believe me, I have done that several times while doing my podcast and my YouTube channel. So it's not something new. It's something that, you know, those are the things that sometimes you have to face. Well, where you If you are a podcaster or a YouTube creator, you know, content creator, you're going to encounter situations like that. It's so frustrating that you can be working, you know, you, you make footage or, you know, you do something. And you can be there for hours filming or whatever. And all of a sudden you realize that the microphone wasn't hooked. It's the the worst feeling you can have. It's like the whole day is gone and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I've been there many times. It happens to me more often that, you know, people may think it does happen a lot. So, you know, something that kind of helps you and really teach you a lesson. Uh, it really teaches you that you have to. Be, every time you you, you it's a, simply just turn on the camera, you have to look at everything. You have to make sure that the, everything is hooked. The microphone is hooked. The computer is working. All of that is working. And that you have enough power with your equipment. All of those things are so important. So you don't, you know, you don't, you don't find yourself in a situation like that. So it happens a lot. But today I want to talk about one thing. Again, like yeah, that I w- I've been thinking for a while. And it's in regards to the communication, uh, particularly on Facebook groups. I want to talk about Facebook groups. I want to talk about. The missing art or the lost art of communication. I feel that although I enjoy Facebook groups, I do enjoy I'm a, I'm, I'm a member of so many that I lost count. I get invited at so many all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a dummy. So sometimes I say yes, but I'm learning to say no. I'm learning just to delete the invites because. I'm just get overwhelmed with so many groups and a lot of people sharing a lot of stuff. And there are a lot of groups that definitely are helpful. There are groups that really help you to have a better understanding of whatever hobby you're in. And I, I'm you know, I have a lot of hobbies. I'm not only a statue collector, I also a, in this case, action figure collector. I also collect, you know, retro game, you know, game consoles and stuff like that. I'm a gamer. So I'm a member of so many groups with collectibles and you know diecast models, miniature scaling, all of that. Because it, over the years, I've been involved in so many different hobbies. My well, the other day, my wife was telling me, like you've been involved in so much stuff. It's like you change your mind all the time about what you do. Like one one year you love this, and the next year you love that. And I think such a collecting has been the one that has been more stable with over the years. But uh, even uh, comics too. But uh, for the most part, I can do all sort of things. And I love everything uh, in regards to collectibles. Maybe I'm a hoarder, although I'm not such a hoarder because I really don't, uh, you know, I, I can get some stuff and get rid of it as well. But um, I just, you know, I love, I'm passionate about everything that has to do with little things. I'm passionate about comic book stories. I'm passionate about movies. I'm passionate about so- all sort of things. So every time somebody sends me an invite, where there is to follow you know to be a part of a group where everybody loves uh, you know dragon ball for example i just say yes it's just something about it that it really attracts me and i'm involved with it and i feel that it's like a it's like a like an addiction to it and like i feel like nowadays people get addicted just to be on facebook And I feel that it becomes part of our lives. It's like we wake up in the morning and it's like looking at the Facebook groups and see what people are saying and they respond to our, you know, our comments or posts or whatever. And it's just something that sometimes, you know what, it's easier or it's better that we put the phone aside and we forget about it. Maybe lock it and, you know, give the key to a spouse and say, just this weekend, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'm just going to pay attention to you. I'm going to pay attention to the kids. I'm going to pay attention to whatever I want to do with my life. And it's important. You know, and Facebook groups are good because, you know, we share information, we we, we gather and we talk to other people, other like-minded uh, individuals. We share our passions, you know, we share information and they have become a place of gathering that pretty much we are with these people 24-7. We're always there, you know, posting things that we like, things that we don't like, you know, people asking questions, all of that, which is good. But at the same time, it becomes intrusive. At the same time, it becomes a crutch that we live in. It's like we are always expecting the response of people. We want, for every decision that we make, we want somebody to let us know if they give us the green light or not. And it feels like that. A lot of people, they cannot do anything. They cannot make a decision without consulting with their peers on Facebook groups. And that can be, you know, it is good if you're looking for feedback, if you're looking for moral support, it is bad if you your life depends on what other people are saying. If that's the case, if you allow other people to dictate your decisions, then there's a problem within you that you need to fix. Because you know, as much as I love the interaction with people, as much as I care for that, as much as sometimes it's funny and it helps you throughout the day. If you have a really busy day and sometimes you want to, you have something that you know ease your mind with some things, and sometimes you want to laugh about some things, you know, it's good. But when it becomes part of your life and it becomes kind of like a second job where you have to be on Facebook 24-7 interacting with these people and they, you know, attacking you for whatever, for your opinion, and then you have to respond. And then they reply. and they, Of course, there's a lot of trolls there. And they always really kind of pushing for a response. And then you have to respond. And then there's somebody else jump into the conversation. And it becomes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It is bad, you know, it becomes a like a second job and people expect you to answer to their questions. I don't need to answer to your question. I don't even know you. I just know you from your picture that perhaps it's just like a, I don't know, a donkey or something or whatever, because some people, they are so afraid to share their face. That tells you a lot. That really tells me a lot. If a person is afraid to show in their profile picture a real picture of themselves, then that gives you an idea of who you're dealing with. You're dealing with a troll. And unfortunately, there's so many of them online. That, you know, they're afraid to show who they are. Of course, I know some people that love their privacy. I have friends that they they choose to do that because they love to be private. And I respect that, you know, but I know them for years and I can deal with that. But some people definitely don't. They just, and you kind of follow their, their, their pretty much the their, their lines you can follow. You can track them and see what they do, how they behave constantly in different groups. It's always the same people. The same people always sharing the same baggage, the same garbage, the same thing. Always sharing stuff that nobody really cares about. And ultimately, it creates conflict and brings people against each other. I don't like that. Now, many years ago, it's been probably six, seven years ago, I made a video where I was talking about five years, I don't even remember, on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, where I was talking about Facebook groups. Actually, that was my first video, now that I'm thinking of. It was the first video that I did where I show my face, I think, or the second video. Uh, it was the first time I did it. You know, before that, I never did. I was never crazy about really sharing my face on camera. Oh, to this day, I'm, you know, I'm now learning to do it, but I'm not necessarily crazy about it. You know, I know I see some YouTubers that they like to be on camera all the time, you know, someone in the, in the hobbies or whatever that I part of, they like to be on camera. It's like, they, it's all about them. You know, it's all about what they showcase, you know, barely you see the, the stuff and they just kind of presenting your face. To me, it's always been if I'm reviewing something or talking about something, I'd, I'd rather present this stuff in front of you and I talk about it, you know, because at the end of the day, I feel that people are coming to my channel or coming to see me or to hear my voice. I think they're more interested on what I'm talking about rather than me as a person. But I mean, that's just personal, you know, it's a personal opinion. Of course, everyone is different. Everyone builds their channel in a different way. Some channels are more personally personality driven while other channels are more content-driven. And I I prefer my my channel to be content-driven, although part of it, also my personality is kind of infused into what I do. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com/Coke to save up to twenty dollars on passes plus daily tickets starting at thirty four ninety nine. But the thing is, this, um, you know, I talk about it. I talk about the Facebook groups versus the forums because you know I, I pretty much started in forums. I think that's where a lot of people are still part of. You know, I, I go to forums once in a while. I haven't been part, participating in many forums for many years. But I still go there and I lurk there and I look at some of the posts. I talk and I I listen to some of the conversations and I always enjoy forums because there was a sense of privacy. You know, there was a sense of you are there, you are having a conversation, but ultimately you're just an avatar. You know, you're just a person. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows where you live. Nobody gets personal. Nobody, uh, you know. At the end of the day, of course, there's heated conversations as well, but there's also certain limitations of what you can say. You cannot use some file language. You cannot use certain type of, you know, memes or GIFs or whatever. If the, in this case the form allows it, um, so in the end, it's about just thinking through what you're going to respond. And when you, re- and it takes time for you to respond. Facebook is different. Facebook is is wiring a way where everything is so quick. Uh, You cannot really go back and trace past posts because everything is whatever people are posting right now is what is going to be on the top of that. And it's going to show on your feed, on your social feed. And that's what you're looking at, the, the people posting, and it becomes so convoluted, and people are talking and talking back all the time. And people don't take time to think their responses and even their posts To the point that people say whatever comes to mind. And of course, under the banner of free speech, they say, well, I can say whatever I want to say. I can call this garbage. I can call this trash. I can say this company is lazy. I can say all of that. And this is the case that happens all the time. It's just happening just now. For example, I'm going to give you a a clear example of that. Recently, um, there was, uh, you know, of course, you know, if you follow my main channel, I talk about the newest statue from. Uh, XM Studios, which is the Swamp Thing statue. I think it's a good statue. A statue. I don't like the pose. Like many, I feel that the pose is not necessarily the best rendition of the character, or well, in this case, the best choice for the character. I feel that they could have gone with something more melancholic, perhaps something more in line with the the persona of the Swamp Thing, instead of just more like a battling action type of thing. So that's just a you know, it's a personal choice. They chose to uh, they chose to do that, and that's why they went with. But I don't consider the job bad in the end, perhaps not the best post, but the sculpt is really, really good. I think the post is really excellent. But then people went online to attack, you know, Facebook groups saying that it was a lazy attempt to make a Swamp Thing, calling the company lazy, copycats, they did all sorts of things about that. And it, it became a back and forth to the point that some of these people that started the whole conversation, they got kicked out. One guy got kicked out. Who happens to be actually a mod, a moderator, administrator from another group, and he went in his group and caused the same type of turmoil. And then, of course, the owner of the company in this case from XM came into the conversation, saying, you know, trying to defend his company and the decision that they made. Then he gets into this conversation with the same guy that started the whole mess. Of course, he's upset because he got kicked out of the group. And this guy starts just going back and forth, saying this and calling that lazy, and really back and forth with the owner. So I kind of step into it and I says, hey, you know. You're talking about laziness, you're talking about respect, because in the post, he's talking about being respectful, but he's calling the company lazy, which mm-hmm. is it, it's really, it's really a contradiction in itself. You are saying, let's respect each other, let's talk in a respectful way, but I think that XM is lazy while you are attacking the company. And to me, that's definitely, you are not doing what you're saying. You're not, you know, you are talking about respecting each other while you're not showing respect. And I feel that that's important. If you love something or if you don't like something, don't disrespect the person just because you don't like it. You know, yes, they're not breaking your legs. They're not forcing you to buy the product. You just simply went on this rampage of attacking the company and calling copycats. And then you show a picture that actually was not even the actual picture. They, technically, they mirror the comp- the, the photo uh, to the other side just to kind of make a point. But ultimately, it's misinformation that is actually creating more misinformation and miscommunication, and people are just going by information or by visual references that had nothing to do with actually the actual piece, which in the end is just fake news. (laughs) You're making fake news. Well, the thing is this. uh, The guy didn't like it, so I stepped in. I said, oh, you know what? That's actually pathetic. So he's talking about the company pathetic. He's telling the owner that he was pathetic, and the company was pathetic. And the owner said, you know what? I'm not going to continue the conversation. I'll move on. And I said, you know, actually, the real picture of pathetic is what you're doing here. You are talking about respect, and at the same time, you're attacking the owner and the company. That's pathetic. So you know what this guy did? You know, this guy did. He sent me a private message and tell me all sort of things, like trying to be a macho man. Even though I may be a Christian, because, you know, you know, people say, well, you're a Christian. You should take it like it is. No, just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm stupid. Just because I, you know, I, I'm kind to people, that doesn't mean that I take anything back like that. You know, if you come at me and you attacking me, personally and verbally and you're saying those sort of things that you this and that that this and that are calling me calling me names and stuff like that things that you see in a picture that are actually another reality because you can come and tell to my face you don't have the guts to say it to my face first and foremost you know you can say whatever you want to do because you're a troll and you have that uh, uh, you know that problem maybe you're out of your meds who knows but believe me you're not going to say it to my face but the guy just went on and, you know, and say all kinds of things. I just let him speak, whatever. And I just move on. And he calls me. He tried to call me while we we're having this conversation. He started to call me. And, you know, after I defended this, you know, he tried to call me, you know, he sent messages, private messages. And then he started to call me and all that while I'm in the middle of a meeting. I'm not going to ask the phone. You know, I don't have time for you. I don't have time for your childish behavior. You know, you're not man enough to say it on my face. First and foremost, you can just say whatever you want to say on that thing, or you can call me and I can answer and you can say whatever you want to say. That doesn't make anything, you know. To me, it's about, you know, I I, I am the type of person that whatever I have to say, I will say it to your face. And not only that, if we have to get into, you know, into something more physical, I will get physical. So don't push the buttons. Don't push your lock on me, you know, because you're not going to find it. You know, I'm not trying to say this. I'm not trying to create a fight here or an argument here. But I feel that sometimes people... They just think that they're so bold enough, you know, to say whatever they want to say. And that's the problem that we have on Facebook groups. The problem that people think that they can say whatever, they're not buying the product first and foremost, they're not buying it, but they're just stirring the controversy because they want to stir controversy. That's bottom line, you know? And the thing is this, and here what I do always, I, I try to stay clear from that, to really really bringing the work down of these people. Because I believe that they do their best, they try their best to bring the best product possible. That doesn't mean that they always do it. And it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. It doesn't mean that the company fail into really giving you something of quality because in this case, XM is known for its quality. They're a company that offers quality. They have good products. Perhaps I'm not, you know, there's a lot of things that they have produced that I'm not a fan of. The same I can say about Saisha. There are a lot of things people consider, oh, masterpieces that in my opinion, they're not. But in the end, it's a matter of opinion. You don't like it. Fine. That's it. You know, let it go. You know, you didn't like it. You might be disappointed. Move on. You know, there's going to be another piece to consider. You know, there's always something new. But just going into a rampage and create conflict and starting this cold conversation and going on and on and on about it. And, you know, trying to this and then attacking the company and attacking the owner, calling them lazy, you know, incapable people that they're just copying others and they're just selling stuff for expensive stuff that they don't put any effort. That really is going overboard because in the end of the day, you have no experience to really go with them after them and tell them what to do. You're not running a company. First and foremost, you have you're not an sculptor, an artist. You have no idea. You may claim to be something that you really are not. Maybe you're starting there. But you are not, and not only that. If you claim to be an artist, you're closing and shutting those doors in front of you by acting, having this behavior. You know, these companies are not going to when they 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 don't forget. They're going to remember who you are, and when you're looking for work, they're not going to offer it to you. Why? Because you have showcased or you have presented yourself to be really an a-hole. Nobody wants an a-hole in the company. Nobody wants to hire an a-hole. So that's how it is. You know what? not not trying to kind of push buttons here or trying to make people feel bad about it, but I feel that this is the part where on Facebook, I feel that, that the art of communication is lost all the time because people, they feel that, okay, you know, he, I'm coming here because I can see, say whatever I want to say. And ultimately, it really showcases a lack of really proper understanding of how to express themselves. Some people don't know how to express themselves. That's just bottom line. They just don't. You know, and we can overlook some of the, the grammar mistakes and all that, But beyond that, it's about expressing yourself. And yes, you know, in this case, some people have a, you know, there's a language barrier. Some people, you know, they're from different countries, they speak different language. So to them, English is a second language. It's not necessarily the first language. So they try to express themselves and sometimes things come across as perhaps offensive. And of course, there are differences between country and country. Like I, I noticed that, for example, the British... They're more blunt in the way they communicate when they express things. And not necessarily because they're trying to be mean. It's just more natural within the confinements of their culture. Americans are different. We are different. We express things differently. Canadians are differently. Uh, you know, the Asians speak differently differently. Uh, you know, the people from Singapore also speak English. They speak very differently. People speak differently. And within those confinements of your culture, you're allowed to say certain things. And perhaps, you know, even the word lazy in some confinements of certain cultures might not be a bad word like it is in Spanish. You can use the word lazy or in this case, the translation of lazy, which is flow. You can say that in a more broader way. And I think for Spanish speakers, it's easier to say it like that. To call something floho loose in many ways. it kind of loose and more than just lazy. But you can use it for so many, uh, you know, in a broader, again, in a broader way, in so many different ways. The term can be applied to so many different aspects of conversation. But in, in, in English, lazy is a bit more on the end of you just didn't put any effort, that you're just not good at it, that you just don't care. And that's something that in the translation of things, there's a lot of things that get lost, and I feel that that's one thing that, in many ways, a lot of people don't know how to communicate. And when they communicate, it, what you read is totally different of what you were try- or the intention of what you were trying to say. And it's important that we are careful not to fall prey of simply expressing those you know, things that come to mind, but that we are able to take the time to really put all those thoughts that we have in our mind, put them together in a way that is concise, in a way that is respectful, in a way that is not offensive, in a way that is actually constructive. You know, you have criticism, you know, it's okay. I, like I, like many of the people that disagree, they didn't like it. I didn't like the post. I don't think it's the best post. I think it needs to be changed. I need to be transformed. However, I'm not going to call XM lazy because I don't think they're lazy because they put a lot of effort to build this, but it's not in, in the liking of the customers. So you can tell them that. You can share your feedback. Say, you know what? Uh, I, you know, I love what you do. I love that you're trying to do this thing, but uh, you know, it doesn't really look the way it should look. And I feel that you should kind of change it. And believe me, can they can do those changes. You know, it is a 3D uh, adapt you know adaptation. So they can just go back into the drawing board and move some stuff and make it look different. And you know what? Problem solved. This sculpt is good. But you know, the problem is that people go into this and it's something normal, it's like every week. There's a major blow up, you know, like something major happens and people going crazy about it. You know, now is this with XM like, you know, last week was with Galactus from SciShow collectibles. And, you know, it keeps going and it it repeats itself all the time. You know, like in every week, it's a new company. It's like it's a new victim. And there's the victimizers, which is the Facebook groups really telling the companies. And in the end, these products, they sell. They do sell well because they're more. This is the part. The people that really love this stuff are less vocal than those that don't like it. And ultimately, those that don't like it are a small group, but they really create this chaos within Facebook groups that ultimately that really dissuades people to even participating in Facebook groups. And and the the most part of the part that hurts the most is with companies, when producers, when artists decide not to participate anymore. And that's what happens. Many of them, they kind of step back. They decide not to be on those groups because they feel like, you know, they still members, but they don't participate. You don't see them sharing ideas or talking because they feel that they're not constructive. And also they don't help out at all. And in the end, that makes these groups not as important. And it's just a gathering of people that they all bitter about the same subject, but they're not really sharing any information. They're not building themselves up. And in the end. You know what? There's they're like dime a dozen. You know, there's so many of those groups that you can simply just delete them, and you're not losing anything. You're not losing anything. Nothing is lost there because now these companies are really sharing the information that they need to share in social media. You know, Instagram has become a, a really a place where a lot of these companies are sharing information. Also, you know, YouTube is also another. You know, they're expanding. A lot of these companies are having their own YouTube groups. Uh, in this case, pages or. Uh, channels and you know still I think the companies are having really gone full force on it, but of course they have all, also their Facebook groups. Them they, they're kind of managed by themselves. They manage them they own, their own. But also, um, you know, there's a lot of places like Twitter. Twitter is becoming also another place. So ultimately, you don't need to be on those groups if they're going to be like that. You know, and you know at the end of the day, you're not know, coming to the end of the podcast. It's about peace of mind. You know, people are people. They say whatever they want to say. Sometimes not in the best way. But ultimately, it's about you having peace of mind. You know, if these groups are really getting in the way of you enjoying life and enjoying the hobby, then get rid of the groups. You know, these groups are not, you don't need to be a member of any of these groups. You don't even need to be a friend or none of these jerks to be actually a good collector or to be, a, a, you know, in this case, a person that enjoys the hobby. Believe me, people, there's a, all kinds of people in this hobby. And unfortunately, I've noticed and I've seen over the years that there are more unhappy people here running away from whatever they're running in life, away from life, running away from all their troubles, and they come here and they bring all the frustration here and they drop it, they dump it on you. They dump it on you. So one thing you can do, you can take it and be part of it and be bitter with it, or you can simply move on. And you can simply find a place where actually you are being built, that your life is built, that you are stronger individually. And that people care about you. And actually, that's something that is important. I'm not saying that all groups are bad, you know, because they're great groups. And I I have made a lot of friends. I have hundreds of friends I have made throughout the years through Facebook groups, and many of them, I know them even before Facebook. Many of them, I knew them because they were followers on my YouTube channel or because I met them on the different forums. So people that have come to know over the years, you know, and we continue this relationship on Facebook, we're friends, not only on Facebook groups, but also outside of Facebook, Uh, within Facebook. You know, we're still friends. We know each other. I know their families. I know what they think. So in the end, people are people. You know, no one is perfect. And yes, there's going to be disagreements. We're going to disagree about certain things, but... Keep in mind that if you keep a balance of those things, then you're going to really have a good time and you're going to enjoy what you do. Don't let people dictate your decisions. You know, that's the problem. You know, if you allow other people to tell you what you need to buy and what you need to skip, how you need to feel about certain companies, then you are missing the forest for the trees. You are missing the big picture. You are not looking at it. You know, this hobby is big. I've been in this hobby for many years now you know, close to 20 years I've been collecting statues. And I'm telling you, I've seen the changes and I see the growth of this industry in a way that is amazing. And always seen, you know, th- I've seen this a share of, you know, there's always been jerks in the hobby, always been. But it seems now that everything is expanded. Of course, you know, the Facebook groups are really pushing that. And you see more jerks, people that just got into the hobby, but they come with a jerk mentality already because they come from other type of life. They They see this as a way to kind of lose steam and say whatever they'll feel like it's saying. And sometimes they, they're controlled, manipulated, but other people have been in the hobby for a little bit, but also they they are the ones that always cause trouble, steer in trouble. And they're the ones that really reflect in that. So people that are coming here for the first time, many of them, they feel, okay, this is permitted, this is allowed, let's do it. Let's just be jerks too. Let me just say whatever I want to say. And unfortunately, again, this really hurts the hobby and the way things were, at least in the past, where people were more respectful in in some ways. And there was this kind of, really uh, a gentleman attitude towards the people involved in the in industry. And I feel that that's something that in some ways is missing. And it ne- we need to get back to it. We need to get back to it. We need to respect the companies, even when we don't agree with them. Yes, it's important that when things don't work out, when they are at fault for something, where there is quality control, all of that, we need to mention it. You know, we need to go after them. When companies are not doing what they promised, we need to say stuff like that. But they, in the end, it's about how we say it. If we say in a respectful way, we're building that relationship, that bridge between them and us, and it would be easier for us to really become, uh, in in many ways, uh, become the influencers for the companies to do what they need to do or the changes that need to be made. But if we're not doing that, then whatever we influence that we may have or we may think we have, it's not going to make any changes. It's not going to do any favors to anyone. So we have to be very clear about that. Yes, Facebook groups are can be divisive, and yes, they can be fun as well. So at the end of the day, I don't try to demonize Facebook groups. I think they serve a purpose. But ultimately, we have to make a clear distinction between what is a good post and a bad post. What is... a, a, a something that is informative or something that is just misinformation, what's something that is actually helping the community or something that is actually tearing the community apart. So we have to make that clear difference. And when we do that, I feel that the our experience is going to be better. Uh, What we bring to the table is going to be better. And definitely uh, our relationship and communication with other people is going to improve. And I hope for that because ultimately, you know, all you can do is just turn this off and be done with it. And actually it's not a bad thing. But we want to still have this open door, you know, for people. That's what we want. And, you know, I prefer for change. I prefer for things to change rather than just simply turn it off and just be done with it. I, I just feel that there's always a solution to every problem. But what is your opinion? What do you think about it? Are you, um, I would say, agreeing with me, disagreeing with me? How do you feel about Facebook groups? How you feel about this way things sometimes are you know are you okay with that um you okay with that freedom of speech you know you okay that it's allowed are you thinking that people are taking that to the extreme let me know in the comments below if you're watching on youtube or you can come to facebook or twitter instagram if you're following me there thank you for your support thank you for listening my friends thank you for watching and god bless you take care i will talk to you again Bye bye